0: Hello, and welcome to the Women Who Code podcast. This show features conversations between diverse technology professionals discussing women in the industry, cutting-edge innovations, the future of work, deeply technical topics, and the ways that we can all work together to make the world a more inclusive place. We hope you enjoy. And if you do, please subscribe, rate, and comment. We
1: have here with us Honey Williams. So, Honey Williams is a senior director of technology at Liberty Mutual Insurance, running the application platform and the data platform sectors of the GDS organization. Honey has an undergraduate degree in mathematics and business administration from the University of Maine and a master's degree as well in computer science from Boston University. So, um, you know, a pretty great uh, <laughs> career right there. And in her 19 year career at Liberty Mutual, Honey worked as a system administrator, a software engineer and spent the past 10 years in variety of leadership positions of increasing scope. Uh, hailing from the Northeast kingdom of Vermont Honey is passionate about getting outside and spending most of her weekends mountain biking or skiing, depends on the season, <laughs> with her husband and their two kids. So, hi Honey, it's really nice to meet you and we are excited to have you do this interview with us. And, you know, members at Women Who Code are really excited to hear from you. And before I, we begin, I just want to give you a quick, quick introduction as well about myself. So, hi, I'm Archina, I'm based out of Singapore right now. And um, I work as an AI engineer at Continental Automotive. So most of my job involves uh, running deep learning models for the automotive industry. We work on applications like, uh, you know, finding out um, object detection in autonomous vehicles (laughs) to also building chatbots for manufacturing. So um, I also have like worked with data platforms and application based platform as part of my job. So it's really interesting to hear from you and I'm really excited for this interview too. So let me start off with you know, a few uh, easy questions. So can you tell us a bit about your background and your work at Liberty Mutual Insurance?
2: Absolutely. So thank you, Arshana so much for that fantastic intro. Um, just to add some color, um, I hail from Maine originally, and I moved during COVID to Northern Vermont to get even more remote um, with my husband, my two kids, and my two dogs. Um, it, was a, it was a fun transition for us. Um, I, as a senior director at Liberty Mutual, lead a team of over 100 engineers, admins, and leaders who support Liberty Mutual's databases, data tools, application monitoring, and messaging, and streaming solutions. Um, When I came out of college, as you mentioned, I had a math degree and a business degree. So that's not heavy in computer science, Um, but I got into the training program with Liberty Mutual um, where they trained us to be software engineers. And that was fantastic for me. And I liked it so much that while I was working, I went back and I got a master's degree in computer science from Boston University, which also awesomely Liberty Mutual paid for. Um, which I got over three years at night while I was working. Great experience. And and I will say for that, um, what that did for me is it gave me more of the the nuts and bolts of the work that I was doing and a deeper level of experience in it, which really added to my confidence as a software engineer. So it was a, a great process to go through.
1: Yeah, uh, and it's really excited, exciting to hear that you did a math course. I bet like your f- foundations are really strong, <laughs> especially to step into computer science. And apart from that, you know, it's really amazing to hear that, you know, Liberty Mutual invested in this leadership program to sort of give us, you know, leaders like you and to especially drive women in tech. So yeah, a huge thanks to them too and uh, coming a bit uh, into uh, the aspects of what your company does and uh, since you mentioned your company deals with insurance uh, how does like technology benefit your company i bet like a company as huge as yours might have like sales team it might have product teams it might have uh, you know customer facing teams so how does technology work uh, for internal internal teams as well as for products as well or customer
2: facing roles as well absolutely so Technology is absolutely at the bedrock of all the things that we do for Liberty Mutual as we sell insurance, as we service our policies, and then as we uh, achieve the promise that we provide to our customers, which is that in a time of crisis, we will get you what you need to to make you whole. Um, And so if we think about what are some of the ways that technology really helps with that, um, in that time of crisis, what you need is is a fast access to money. (laughs) So one of the the things that we need to do is stay on top of what are the innovative ways that are coming out technologically to be able to get you that quickly. Um, And in some cases, it might be old school, we hand you a check, but we do it as quickly as possible. And maybe we do it in person, hand you this check because we can figure it all out in the back end to know that this is what you need. Um, Or it could be utilizing more modern um, methods like Venmo um, in order to get you something direct to your bank account or direct to your Venmo account.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I never knew that, you know, your, um, you know, that's one of the things that, uh, insurances do get involved with is also giving out physical checks and it's really nice to know you have that, you know, human touch and, uh, coming a little bit, uh, you know, into your tech stack as well. What does your tech stack look at, uh, at work and, since you work with insurance, I bet there must be a lot of you know, security clearances. So how do you go about using or utilizing, for example, a new open source technology? And like, do you do any code reviews as such in, in your company to utilize that?
2: Yeah, so that's a big question. Um, and I would say to start off with the, what does our tech stack look like? We are over a hundred year old company. Um, so that means that we've been around since the internet began. Um, So that means that we have a very diverse tech stack. So you name it, we might have it in pockets across our organization. Um, And then if you think about um, security and how we go about using open source technology, we have a great cybersecurity organization. Um, And so if I have a team that's looking to utilize some sort of new open source technology, um, part of our process would be to contact our cybersecurity organization, have them run through and check and make sure that there's There's no things that we need to be aware of um, and get their buy-in before we uh, start utilizing something that's brand new to the organization from from an open source perspective.
1: Oh, got it. And um, so yeah, that's very interesting as well that you have a separate division that just deals with that. And so, like, you know, uh, talking about, you know, the company as such, you said, you know, you have a lot of divisions. So I'm wondering, like, how do you end up doing like uh, allocation or uh, allocation of resources inside your company? Like, you know, how do you distribute resources for, let us say, even um, in terms of human capital, but also in terms of how does your infrastructure look like? Where do you put your resources for that and which parts require more and which parts require lesser
2: Yes, that's, a, that's a, a complicated process across a big organization. Um, but if I think about it in terms of, of my organization and how we work on that, it's a partnership between um, what are the business needs and what are the, the feature requests that our business has in order to drive their business, um, as well as what are our tech debt needs. Um, so uh, are we on end of support um, software that we need to upgrade? How do we marry those together to understand how will that impact our business needs in the future if we don't solve this problem now? And then there's the additional um, factor of career paths. How do we make sure that we're setting our employees up for success, providing them the development opportunities that continue to challenge them and keep them engaged in their job? Because having an engaged, involved and innovative staff is critical to our future journey as well. Um, so I, I would say it's, it's the marrying of those, those different aspects that is how we prioritize our work.
1: Hmm. <laughs> That's a very, uh, you know, interesting answer. I, I feel like, yeah, you have to sort of weigh in a lot of options before you make a decision about resources for sure. So uh, now moving towards like your tech journey, um, it's quite inspiring. Firstly, I mean, I love the fact that you converted from a principal developer to a role of manager. And you know, most of us in tech, we are looking for progression, especially folks who are like three, four years into the field. And especially as women in tech, we often look for other inspirations all around us. And uh, since we have you here, uh, I would love to know more about your transition and your, uh, was this like a natural progression or did you have to pursue something new to become a manager?
2: Okay, so I did pursue something new. And I'll I'll tell you, it was um, in my early thirties, I um, had my first child. And when I was home on maternity leave with that new baby, which, you know, can be a low point um, (laughs) um, or a high point, depending uh, on how you think about it. um, I sort of had a crisis of what do I wanna do next? Um, Mm -hmm. Do I wanna stay home with this baby? Do I wanna go back to my engineering job? Um, Or do I wanna do something new? that will keep me excited and energized. And for me, as I was thinking about it, what I thought would be best for me was to come back into a new role that was slightly different than what I had before. And so um, within Liberty, what I did do is apply to a manager role. And as I was coming back from maternity leave, I got that manager role and was able to make that transition. And Liberty was very supportive of that whole process. Um, So I, I would say that as As a mom, there's worries when you make a transition at that time (laughs) of, of, can I do this new role? It's going to be stressful and a challenge, but I felt fully supported. And I did feel like coaching people in that moment and um, helping develop staff was a great transition for me and keeping me excited about work as I I came back to the workforce.
1: Yeah, and kudos to you. I... I know a lot of folks who are trying to break back into tech, especially as a mom and, you know, uh, trying to go back, especially after that break. And, um, you know, it's great to know that you sort of challenged yourself at that point to take up this managerial role. And yeah, <laughs> and um, expanding on that a little bit, I noticed that, you know, uh, uh, Liberty Insurance had this program called the Technical Development Program. And it's amazing to see that companies are investing in such programs. Uh, Can you tell us about maybe any other programs that Liberty Mutual currently has and what are your recommendations for such programs? Like who is it for, who who should join in?
2: So one of the programs that my teams work closely with is our Tech Start program, which is for uh, new hires coming out of college. Um, And that's a year long program, which involves uh, a project phase um, and a rotation out in the market. Um, Coming up this fall, um, my, uh, my teams are supporting actually two different TechStart project teams. Um, and that ends up being three to five TechStarters working on a project with tutelage from technical SMEs on our teams, where we give them uh, a real meaty project to do together to help them bond, help them learn, help them understand the company and what we do. Um, and that's been really great for those, those new hires as they're onboarding, and then also great for our teams. Uh, to uh, get those new perspectives of folks coming straight out of college and into the company and really work with them because mentoring is one of those things that makes you better at your job. Um, So uh, great to have that. The other um, partnership that I'll mention is we do have um, a Valor ERG and we have a partnership with Hiring Our Heroes. Um, So with that partnership, um, we have veterans who are leaving the military who are looking for positions in tech. Um, and we had somebody who just recently started with us out of that program. Um, it's been a very great experience so far. Um, I think that's an excellent way to also get new new staff with different backgrounds into the organization. Yeah, definitely.
1: I feel like um, you have this, you know, entire like different scope. And, you know, you also have a lot of, different programs running for different sorts of people. So I feel like, you know, you'll you, you uh, you'll have like diverse people set into Liberty Mutual as well. So it's a great thought. And I feel like it's great that it's there <laughs> for folks to uh, join in, um, especially from different backgrounds. And um, I would also like to ask about like your overall journey in tech, like what resources did you leverage throughout your career? And what are your tips for, women uh, breaking into careers like yours?
2: Yeah, so I think that the tips and the resources piece can sort of marry together in that I think a big tip is to find your people and your network where you can bounce ideas off of in a space of like openness and trust um, and try to make that network as diverse as possible. So if you can have um, friends in that network across different industries, um, that's even better, so you get different perspectives. Um, I've been really lucky to have a great group of peers that um, are in the financial industry and the manufacturing industry um, and also in the tech industry um, that, that can give me good advice um, and help me move forward and, and have uh, very different um, perspectives to bring to the table that I can then work on um, taking the the gems out of the different perspectives and, and building my own approach. So so that's a that's a big one for me. Um, if I'm thinking about other tips specific to um, the workforce and women, I would say this is one uh, related to interview style. Uh-huh. Um, so w- this is something that I have found and maybe it's not the same everywhere. Um, but I would say that I find that, when I'm interviewing women or giving coaching to women as they're going through interviews, especially um, if they're uh, mothers, but not always. Um, having Don't shift focus in your interview to questions about work-life balance and questions about how am I gonna be able to achieve this while I have my, my children? Um, mm-hmm. Focus on what are you gonna bring to the table? Um, how is it that you're gonna be awesome and rock this job? Um, Because what I find is men typically don't take time away from their interview to ask those questions. And so what you're doing is you're sort of handicapping yourself a little bit in that interview because this is your moment to market yourself. Um, So the time for that question is either before as you're doing a little digging um, surreptitious digging about this job and, and the culture and the climate of that group, um, or after when you've sealed the deal and you've got the offer and then have a good position to, uh, to ask those questions then. Um, yeah. so, so that those are my tips. And then I guess if I was to add on one more, it'd be, don't make, don't be afraid to make targeted changes in your career, um, mm. because that exposes you to new people, and different experiences that will make you a better leader, and be Mm -hmm. beneficial to you as you move up in your organization.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I feel like the tips that you gave, like, especially the first one about networking, I feel like Women Who Code is another great place to meet these diverse set of people. (laughs) Because out here, like, I've just met people from all walks of life, and you know, from different places around the globe, and also folks who are just working in different sectors, as you explain. So, you know, for folks who are hearing us, maybe they can also go check out some networks near them, or go check out some global tracks that Women Who Code has. And uh, apart from that, I feel like you know your advice about uh, how um, how mothers like break into tech, or you know how yeah, I mean that's very. Um, different from what I've heard before I think it's something that you know folks need to definitely work on and it's something that has to be said so you know thank you so much for bringing that out and saying it to the audience because I mean especially you even as a uh, like I know that you're a mother to two kids so you might already know about this process and this journey so it's a great advice to other moms who are just breaking into tech or taking a break and coming back so thank you for you know shedding a light on that as well. Uh, Before we finish, is there anything else you would like to tell us?
2: Um, I guess one last piece of advice I would leave you with is um, as you're thinking about places that you want to go in your career, um, the importance of a a culture of the organization of openness and trust. And I mentioned that as part of your network, um, but if you can find places where you feel really comfortable to be open, um, and to have a trusting environment that will foster the innovation um, and spark the creativity that will make it a great journey for you. Um, so, so keep an eye out for that. And I will note that I've been at Liberty Mutual for 19 years. So obviously I've found that place for me that has that culture of openness and trust um, and we are hiring. So, and we have a variety of roles open, which uh, you can find at lmi.co tech. Uh, so if anybody would like to join us, Please
1: check that out. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like an awesome place to work at. And I feel like, you know, thank you so much for even giving us that thought and, you know, giving us that advice. It can help folks make an informed decision when they're going into the next job and thinking about the culture too and, you know, where they fit in. So, yeah, thank you so much for that, honey. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up here. But in case like any folks have any questions, uh, feel free to
2: reach out to us later at Who Code. And yeah. Yeah, well, it's been wonderful talking with you. Thank you so much for this.
0: Thank you for listening to the Women Who Code podcast. To find out more about our mission and the work we do across the tech industry, visit our website, womenwhocode.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at womenwhocode. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel with hundreds of hours of free educational videos. Just go to youtube.com backslash womenwhocode. Thanks again for listening. And remember to subscribe, rate, and comment.